Happy Tag Tuesday. We're finally together again. It's been so long. Oh, so sorry about last week. So sorry to the audience about last week. Tech diffs. We had some technical difficulties. We've never had that happen before. It was bad, you guys. It was, it's so weird. The quality of sound, something went wrong. We don't know what it is because we don't know what we're doing. (laughs) I mean, you were going to pretend like we do, but we don't. Right. We plug things in. Sure. And it goes through the air yeah, or something. Sure. And then Aiden makes it right. That's right. Aiden makes it happen. But this time he couldn't do that. He, he literally was at a loss. He's like, I don't know what's going on. There was a, you know, the term ghost in the machine. There was a ghost in the machine. It's so weird because we had pre-recorded two episodes. Mm-hmm. We recorded one after that. Yeah. And fine. had no problems. It was fine. The one before that, though, yes. all the problems in the world. It was so weird. I listened to it and I was like, Wow. So we apologize. Yeah. But we're back now. Yay. And we haven't been together in a long time it's because been I've been gone. Yeah. And you've been gone. No, Denise has been in Miami. And beautiful Miami. Miami. How was Florida? Florida's Florida. It is great. Um alligators. You, oh my gosh. Okay, so just so everybody knows, we all know we talk about Florida a lot. What? And Miami's a different <laughs> part of Florida. Like you go to Miami and it's kind of cultural. It's kind of the cultural center. You go to the, you know, South Miami Beach. You're going to all these places. There's a little bit of everything there, which I love because What's it's... What's that mean though? There's a little bit... Of, well, first of all, everyone speaks Spanish. I think we've gone over that before in, in the podcast. Everyone speaks Spanish. You don't go to a store. English is not a first language there. So I've been working on my Duolingo, and I'm a little bit better. Hola. Hola. Como esta? Ah, look how cute. Bien, gracias. <laughs> y tú? Okay, so I can get the basics. But when someone starts talking to me in a different Cuban dialect Ooh. or a Chilean or, I mean, they're they're from everywhere. Dominican Republic. Ooh. They're everywhere. Yeah. I mean, there's just, Spanish is the first language there. So yeah. there's that. Yeah. But there's also, when you're... When you're going in different areas of Miami, just like it would be here, but since I'm a visitor, I notice it more. Yeah. And being the sociology person that I am, I like to, you know, see what the world looks like. (laughs) Neighborhoods are completely different in every little area. Really? Oh, yeah. That's fine. I mean, there's different cultures there. They have different foods. They have different color houses. I mean, Miami is full of, of, it's a vibrant place. I love it. I love it too. I really do like it there. Yeah. People there are very kind and Mm, very nice. nice. Love that. Yeah. There's also a component of Miami that is a little bit backwoods. Mm. Hillbilly? Oh, yeah. In Miami? Outskirts of Miami. Okay. So true Florida. True Florida, which I went to this <laughs> sure, time. Sure, you got to. You know, the last time we went, we didn't have the time and we didn't have the gumption, I would say, sure. to, you know, explore. Yeah. This time, Jacqueline came with us. Jack, Jack. Jack and we decided, well, let me just say this. I was there three weeks prior to this a few months ago. Yeah. And I wanted to see a manatee. No. We were nowhere the ocean where we were staying. So it was a little hard to find that. Okay. But we did. We went to a few pieces, went to some water ways, and mm-hmm. I never saw any. Are they just, they could be anywhere? They're like cows of the ocean is what they call them. They're cows of the ocean. So they you can they're, go They're in... normally in like bays and waterways. Okay. And there's waterways everywhere. They're everywhere, you're right. They're everywhere. Okay. And mm-hmm. anytime you see a waterway, you just know there's bad things there. Mm-hmm. There's always bad things because there's mm-hmm. alligators everywhere. Uh-uh. I mean, you live in, if you live by a waterway, you have to have a fence by your, in the back of your house, or you will have snakes and, oh my gosh. I mean, there's just stuff there. Okay. I haven't seen it all, but I've heard. I don't want to see it. (laughs) No, snakes. So I've been wanting to see a manatee and literally didn't get to see it. So this time I'm like, we stayed near a harbor Mm -hmm. and I could walk. And on the walk, the first thing we notice is uh, alligator warning signs sure. on the path. No. And I'm thinking, what the? What? No. What? Mm-mm. So you just keep going. And I never saw one, but they're 
the water's right there. There are trees that lead right up to the water. So there could be an alligator that just could come out and see you. Also, there's a warning sign. They put it there for a reason. There's a reason. (laughs) Go on. Okay. So you walk to the harbor. And when we were there, they told us that they had seen manatees. Well, Jacqueline had been there a few days prior to me getting there. And she saw one. She did. She got to see one. And she was like, is that a manatee? And she got real excited. And of course, people working at the harbor were like, yeah, yeah, whatever. We see them every day. But they come in there in the mornings and they love fresh water. So when the boats in the harbor are filling their tanks up, they sit there and they like to have water sprayed in their mouth. I love manatees. So I have to say my my need to see one didn't warrant me getting up at like 6 a.m. Okay. I, I could have. Yeah, I get it though. But I was just like, it was a lot going on and mm-hmm. I wasn't prepared mentally to get up <laughs> that early. It's, it's an emotional, uh, it, it, no. Yeah, it wasn't happening for me. <laughs> no. So, I mean, not a lot gets me up in the morning Mm-mm. like that Mm-mm. kind of time. Nordstrom sale. Yes. Mm. That goes without saying. <laughs> you yeah. know, it, it it just depends. Yeah, priorities. Wh- whales in Kauai, I've gotten up at sure. sun up. Break dawn. Yeah. But there's no guarantee you're going to see these things That's there, right. you know. So long story short, we're walking. Jacqueline and I are going back to see the manatees day after day. Mm. And we come upon a big tree and we look up and there are there is a humongous reptile in a tree oh wait yeah. in a tree oh yeah you said i looked up i looked up and i'm like is that an iguana oh and it's not the green iguana it's like this orange and striped iguana and it's at least it's with its tail it's a good three and a half four feet tall long what and i start looking around we look around and i posted pictures they are everywhere. There's like 15 of them in this tree. And this is just on the walking path between the harbor and this little shopping area and uh, a little area to eat. Uh, my mind is blown for some reason. I know. It's weird. What? So I didn't see a crocodile. I could have. I could have gotten eaten by one. I saw some, you know, those. I didn't like them. The iguanas? Yeah. But they're not. They're har- harmless. Jacqueline, she was carrying some green foliage because she took some plants to bring home <laughs> they sure didn't enough. stop her at the border and no, they didn't stop her at the border no they don't care what leaves florida um anyway <laughs> or what comes in apparently because there's no. a lot of everything yep but she basically that thing came up and tried to eat off of the thing and she was feeding it grass by her hand basically so it was nice but it was definitely it's just it's just oof. not yeah it's it's a reptile yes yeah. i don't know they they're weird looking. No, they're, they're prehistoric. They're gross. You don't know what they're doing. That Saturday, we decide we're going to go to this Everglade, the Everglade yeah. Loop. Oh, yeah. yeah. We didn't want to do a boat tour because people had told us this loop, you'll see a lot more alligators. Is it a driving loop? It's a driving okay. loop. So you literally, it's Highway 41. Okay. And you go there and you end up driving your car. And there was a car that had passed us on this loop and they stopped in front of us. Like about every, there's a waterway, like a little bridge, so you can get out and see if you can see any gators. And we kept stopping and not seeing any. Well, this family had a bucket. And inside their bucket, they were feeding the alligators. They had brought their leftovers, like chicken carcasses. (gasps) Yes. Like weird stuff, like grapes, like old grapes, banana peels. Well, they were chumming for alligators. And I'm telling you, it did not disappoint. What? Yes. And we... Got to see alligators all over, and I sent you the picture of you saw the picture I of saw my the husband. Picture of your husband. My upsetting. husband decided he was going to be the hero because we saw an alligator, and this is really sad. Mm. And we called the wildlife game people. What? Yeah, because I felt so sorry for it for Jacqueline. the alligator. Yes, it had tape around its mouth. Someone had take, oh. taken like electrical. Mm. You're good. Someone had <laughs> taken like. Um, Electrical tape. No, it was like the silver tape, duct tape, and put it around its mouth. It couldn't open its mouth. Its tail had gotten bitten, so it couldn't defend himself because it has no mouth. It had been bullied? Yes, somebody did something bad to it. So I called, Jacqueline called, and I'm sure they were like, oh... Somebody from California is calling about an alligator. (laughs) Save an alligator. Wait a minute. How did someone get close enough to an alligator to duct tape its mouth shut? Well, I don't know what the... I don't know. I mean... Let me just tell you this. There are houses along this in the Everglades that are just sitting back there and they're like hunting lodges kind of things. Okay. You can see them. Okay. This is there's also Indian land in this area. Oh, interesting. It is interesting. And there's also a camping ground. Oh, no, 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 no. Tent? 
Like we're tenting? Yes. No. $35 a night. Oh, sure. You can go and camp (laughs) at the freaking (laughs) Everglades. I can't even wrap my brain around this. I mean, I know I sound completely California ridiculous white. I don't know what to say. (laughs) All I know is that I don't know what in the world would... $35, first of all, you couldn't pay me a million dollars probably to stay out there. You have to take your canoe and canoe to this spot. And then you stay out there. And people were talking about it when we were there. And they were saying that, oh, yeah, families go out there with their kids and they just have a grand old time. This is something you would want to do. There's no lights out in the Everglades. No. There are snakes, panthers, (laughs) alligators, spiders. Mosquitoes the size of birds. I am telling you, uh, I do not understand what is going on here. We've talked a lot about Florida, and oh, a lot yeah. of weird stuff happens in Florida. Mm-hmm. Jacqueline and I have decided yeah. that Florida is the Australia of the United States. That's the exact thing I thought of when you said we're canoeing out and we're staying nope. the night. We're not doing any of that. Well, I do not understand this. There's nothing. There's. It's not like you're going to the Pacific Northwest and there's beautiful pine trees and there could be a bear. Those are kind of sketchy, but that's... I I I I don't understand. Do you remember the dingo ate my baby? The dingo ate my baby. That happened in Australia. A dingo came, ate, took away the infant, and ate the infant. Well, the mother was prison imprisoned for it because no one believed her. Turns out, years later, they found the dingo. The, they found the baby's clothing that the baby was in in a dingo nest. This is what you're talking about with the alligators. This is they what I'm would saying. Do that. I mean, you. I, we were driving through this and all I could think of was if you want to hide a body. This, that's the place to do it. Absolutely. You just put a little weight on that thing and those alligators are going to take care of the rest for you. Ah, the alligators serve a purpose. I mean, it is next level, but they wow. were really fun and interesting. So fast forward <sighs> to the next day, we're taking Jacqueline to the airport. I want to see a manatee. You're so we drove, set. We drove out by the speedway because formula one now has miami speedway so we wanted to see where they do that that's right and i google seen a manatee near me right Mm -hmm. and guess what in florida you can find places just like that it just pops right up oh one of it was called the manatee bend park well sure it's named after the animal you're gonna see a manatee it's like rated like go there have a nice little lunch relax you might even see a family of manatees swimming by I'm jazzed. I'm, right. I'm psyched now. Yeah. I'm going. This is my Sunday. I'm going to go do this. Yes. Pull up. There's something in the water. Uh-oh. Super excited. Yeah. What is it? Not a manatee. Is it an alligator? Freaking crocodile. Now, wait. What's in Florida? Crocodiles or alligators? Both. They're both there? They're both. How do you know the difference? Well, I looked it up. Okay. <laughs> Here she comes. Alligators are found in salt water. Oh. Okay. And they have... Did I say alligators? Alligators are found in salt water. Crocodiles. I'm Crocodiles sorry. are found in salt water. Crocodiles are found in salt water. They have long snouts and you can see their teeth. When they close oh. their mouth, they can st- you can still, still see, see their teeth. teeth. Okay. They're skinny snouts. Right. That's what we saw in this water. And all I could think of was, you've got to be kidding me. Manatee Park Bend and you're going to show me a gator? I mean, a, a, a crocodile? crocodile? Do Now, you might not know this. Do crocodiles and alligators eat manatees? I don't know. They're pretty big. A manatee is. Yeah. Manatees are big. I mean, I think the biggest threat to a manatee is boats. Oh. Because they just kind of bob in the water. They eat lettuce. They eat sea Mm -hmm. lettuce and things Mm -hmm. like that. I had saved my lettuce. And Mm -hmm. I even brought bananas with me when I went on my walk just in case I saw one. (laughs) This is the saddest story ever. (laughs) So you were there for two weeks. Two weeks. And you didn't ever see one. I never saw one. And everyone's like, you need to go to the Keys. Well, the Keys are like two hours away. No, the Keys are way out there. (laughs) So like, it's not like I can just go there. But so basically, my whole story is, you don't know what you're going to get in Florida. All I know is it could kill you. (laughs) I mean, I don't even know if they have manatees there. I never saw one. I've been told they have them there. But all I saw was... Things that kill you. You can't prove the manatee by Denise. No, no. No. I mean, it's just so crazy there. You go to a gas station and you can buy an alligator head. Head? Is yes. that what you said? A head? Like a skull? Yeah. I bought one up for Henry. A little one. Oh. They just cut it off and they, they sell it. We bought him a hand. Oh. We bought him a foot. I mean, it's just weird as grossest. <laughs> an like alligator, alligator foot. foot. 
<laughs> hanging on a hanging on a string that he could wear around his neck. Does he think it's the greatest thing ever? Did he, he get it? He kind of freaked out by that. One. Oh sure, because yeah. it's pretty gross. It's they're totally it's, no. But you know, uh, sure. When you go to Florida, what are you going to bring him home? No, a, a little boy loves anything alligator. Exactly. So oh. it's just when you're going to when you're going to Florida, be be careful. I like Florida <laughs> a lot. I could see myself living in Florida. Really, I could. No, you can't. I can't allow it. It's too far. I won't move. It's we won't far. be moving, but it is also, it's very expensive right now because everybody's living Which is crazy because Florida, that's where everybody goes to be not expensive. Well, outside of Miami, I think you can afford it. But Probably. in Miami, woof, those people barely can. But the gas prices are only three fifty a gallon, well, unlike got, California. Well, they've got a great tax structure, right? Uh, no income no tax. No income tax. So that's why people. Property tax is high. Ooh, there you go. So you want to live in that single wide down on the... Uh, <laughs> No, I want none of that. I mean, (laughs) literally, I saw people's hunting lodges where they had another structure right outside of it. You'd have to walk like 20 feet Uh to the outhouse. Oh, no. You're walking to the outhouse? Going out at night? No. To an outhouse? I'd have so many bladder problems. I just wouldn't go. I'm never, (laughs) I'm never going to know anything about this i just no i find it fascinating that there's people that enjoy that but i guess yeah. if you've lived there your whole life it seems like not a big deal it's so interesting the way people live and and what their norm is you know what i mean like it's so different from the everglades are really beautiful as far as like the bird life there mm. the plants and yeah. the, you know it's just really in, incredibly beautiful yeah but also so gross Disgusting and creepy and scary and there are bodies in there there For are bodies. Sure. There's bodies. That's all I could think of is yeah. like, we kept driving down this road and we we're like, it was like dirt road and it's like bumpy. And I'm like, we're in the rental, you know, I'm like, if we get stuck here and there's people pulled off to the side of the road, drinking beer and throwing fishing lines in. No, that's their Sunday. They're hanging out. It's weird. That's crazy. All right. Well, now that we're back, <laughs> let's redo what we meant to do last week, which was one of our, we, we have a couple, all of our podcasts are fun, I think. Anyway. That's why we do it. That's why we do it. They're always fun and interesting. But the, the ones that I love are quick and straight to the point and most of the time require no research on my part. <laughs> so <laughs> the weird news, my faves, and of course, the did you knows. Yes. So this is only the second did we, did you know, right? That we've done. Right. Yeah, the we, first one we did when we were in Las Vegas. We did together. in Vegas, so but we didn't. We weren't in Vegas together. You've no, been to Vegas twice. I've without been to me. Vegas twice without you, and I don't know what's happening. I don't think it's the same. Oh, it's not. No, it's not the same. Of course, it's not. It's a different experience. Still fun, but a different experience. <laughs> and I'm here for it. Vegas is always a good idea. Man, they've got good food there. I know the restaurants are next level. I mean, people. Vegas is dirty. Vegas is full of it's you gross. know things you don't run to talk about after you leave sometimes for people <laughs> you and i aren't that people we don't gamble we don't drink but we eat no we eat our way through vegas i made a statement though to my husband while we were there this last time that if there's a group of men there they're up to no good yeah i hate to state make that statement but because there's a lot of people we've seen a lot of men and maybe they're just being silly sure but they're usually smoking a cigar they're usually over drinking <sighs> Oh, and they're usually super loud and obnoxious. Just the cigar smoking alone brought me back to, I think we were in an elevator, <laughs> some dude with a cigar. You're like, bro, cut it out. It's just so silly. You are 45. Stop <laughs> acting like this. It, they, it, all bets are off when you go to Vegas. And someone once said to me that the more, they, she was saying it about her children, one boy alone has average intelligence, two boys, that the intelligence it's cut in half yeah three boys it just goes down incrementally it's the same with men in vegas i think it's like what are you guys even doing exactly anyway that's beyond the point so we are today we're bringing you uh did you know can i start sure i have a little i have a little segue for you okay good this last week i was up in redding california oh you love redding (laughs) i've never been there Oh, you got to come. I wanted to come. I wasn't home. We actually had a really good time. My purpose for going there was to pack up my mom's house. Mm -hmm. She is now in a beautiful living facility. I know she loves it there. She does. She actually is having a good time there. That's good. Um, Her apartment is very cute. It's all decked out. It's all decorated with all of her stuff. Nice. Very nice. My brother and sister-in-law, Dave and Jennifer, went over and made sure everything was hung, everything that she needed, but in the meantime... We don't want to sell our house because now's not a good time to sell. So we're renting it out. So we had to clear everything. So if anybody needs a house in Reading, 
it's Look really nice. Up. It's a really nice house. It's beautiful. It's on three acres. Wow. It's fantastic. But what I was going to say is we had Warren. It was just me and Warren. And we brought up a couple of guys who who work for us. And we had such a good time because we there's a famous steakhouse there built mm-hmm. in 1938. It's world famous. It's called Jack's. Mm-hmm. And if you're going through Redding and your car breaks down because it overheats <laughs> on your way up to Mount Shasta in Oregon, you can stop and get your air conditioning fix there in Redding. My brother was one of those people, and my dad were those people who actually did that for you for many, many years. Um, but then you go up the street and you go to Jack's and you have the most gorgeous steak you've ever had. Mm-hmm. And you have the cold iceberg lettuce really salad mm. with blue cheese mm-hmm. it's so good anyway so we went to jack's we went to the sundial bridge which is a famous bridge that's there it was designed by some famous architect i don't even know um i ate at places that i was i lived there for eight years my formative years from 10 to 18 there were there are places there that i never ate at really we have food at home oh yeah you had those parents Me yes too. absolutely so there's another there's a hamburger place there called the dam burger because they built the shasta dam <laughs> and it was a huge public works project and so it brought in a ton of people to help build this dam and so the, 1938 the dam burger nice never ate there the entire time i've lived there so you ate there i got to this time wow. it was one of the best burgers i've Your ever had let you what do you mean he let me? I'm just saying like your mom, mom and dad. Oh, what? <laughs> your husband's nice enough to say, okay, you can do it. Yeah, sure. That's the kind of relationship we have. He, I ask and he lets me. It's just so funny that you, <laughs> doesn't it take you back though to like the way you felt when you were there and you couldn't eat there? Like, it's immediately, it's so weird. like John was talking to us about, and you talk a lot about this, your family of origin. Right. So no matter how much you've lived, you still become that person. And we were driving by the Damburger, and I said, you know, I've never eaten there. And Warren's like, we've been married 29 years. <laughs> I have been by that burger stand, and it's a stand. It's a joint. For I, I don't know how many millions of times you've never eaten there. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Pulls in, we're eating there. So we ate there. We was it good? So good. It was one of the better hamburgers I've ever had. Really? Yeah, it was really good. All the things you've missed out all, all these the things years. I've, well, we had food at home. Well, There's food at home. I'm we sure stayed, your mother's burgers were just as good. <laughs> I'm sure they were delicious. We stayed at a beautiful Sheraton in Reading that was right by the Sundial Bridge. They had a gorgeous restaurant there that we ate. I mean, we were really living it up. Wow. In the meantime, it took us two days, two unbelievably fast and organized days to pack up my mother's house. I kept telling, as you know, I took all of my equipment with me, all of my podcasting equipment, because I was like, there's no way we're going to be done by the time we need to air another podcast, which is on Tuesday. I packed up everything I owned as far as podcast equipment is concerned. I took it with me. I was ready to go. Thursday and Friday, done. Unbelievable. We talked and I couldn't believe you were- House packed. Storage unit filled. Not filled. It was a 10 by 10. And it wasn't full. Oh. So anyway, long story short, we got that thing done in record amount of time. So now we are transitioning ever so slightly over to the did you know. The <laughs> average U.S. household has 300,000 items in it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that means my house has like 600,000. I was going to say, that doesn't apply to me. No the, way. If the average house has 300,000, is that, they're talking about like pencils and pens. Well, there's a picture of a closet that gives me anxiety in this oh. in this article that I'm like, uh, no, my my closet doesn't look like that. So maybe if that's what you're talking about, but it it says that a third of a million items are in your home. That's the average. That's the average U.S. home because we love our stuff. Uh, we do. I mean, are you? I already know the answer to this. This is going to be Ask just for our, our, our listeners. Tell but me what. Do you like to collect things? And I don't mean knickknacks. What do I collect? What do you think I collect? De- decorations. You have got a lot of Christmas decorations. Oh, Christmas. Oh, oh, please. And other things. Christmas decorations alone. I have 300,000. I mean, seriously, like mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. so many decorations for every holiday. Yes. I mean, my holidays are, you know, my whole front door is done. Yep. The tables are all done. Yep. Christmas time, it's it's on. It's it, popping. It used to be on. Now I, you know, the kids are gone, and yeah, you've but been you got busy. grandkids. 
I know, but kids. they are not always at our house usually because right. they go to Utah or whatever. So mm-hmm. I have managed to, like, I'm looking this year as when we start taking stuff out, I'm going to get rid of stuff. Oh, it's a clean, it's a Maria Kondo year. Mm-hmm, does mm-hmm. it, does it bring Basically. you joy? And then you're going to toss it. Listen, I, if, if I only kept things that kept, that brought me joy. Yeah. About half the people I know in my life would be gone. I was going to say, am I, can I be, <laughs> can I be included? You'd be there. <laughs> You'd still you. be, I wouldn't throw you out. Thank you. There'd be some other people on the chopping block. Though. I can imagine. All right. So that was my first one. 300,000 items. That's amazing. Yeah. And it makes you pause. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and especially after cleaning out my mom's house, we made a couple trips to the dump. Mm-hmm. And it, we didn't throw away anything because she's still, she, I don't mean to be gross, but, it, but she's still living. Sure. We're not tossing stuff. You're not being ir, ir, not insensitive. You're no. just trying to be practical. She had wheat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Canned wheat from 1972. And that's, I'm not exaggerating. That I, went to the dump. I have this phobia that I will pass away mm. and people will see all the crap that I have that I don't need. It's terrifying. And part of that is I keep things like, Everybody who sends me a Christmas card every year, because oh, they're all the Christmas pictures. Yeah, I don't keep people's regular, regular cards. Card, yeah, I keep it. I've had it for the last fifteen years. I have everybody's Christmas cards. Yep, I've opened them a few times, but mm-hmm. I don't really need those. I should no. get rid of them. Well, I have them out. I have them in a bowl. I should probably do that. My sister had a great idea. She takes a ring mm-hmm. and she puts a hole through all of them, and you can flip oh, through cute. them. Yeah, through the years, which is great. That's but, cute. Yeah. But hmm. hoarders are a next level. Well, you might have 300,000 Christmas cards. I don't I know. Could. <laughs> <laughs> so I love to listen to Joe Rogan, yeah. you know, and they were talking about something today that was so interesting. It wasn't today, but this week. I don't remember which episode it was, but do you know where the Nobel Peace Prize comes from? Well, I I have been by the Nobel Museum and I think it's in Oslo. Is that right? It is. Okay. But that's not where it comes from originally? Well, do you know the idea behind it or who originated it? No, tell us. Well, let me tell you. Okay, tell me. This was fascinating to me. I had no idea. I just assumed that it was something that came about because somebody wanted to give awards to people who were smart or that had done something amazing, right? Well, it's kind of that way. But the way that it came about was Alfred Nobel who is a chemist. He was known as a chemist, an engineer, Mm -hmm. an inventor, a businessman, and a philanthropist from Sweden. He made numerous significant um, contributions to the field of science. Okay. One of the things he's best known for Mm -hmm. is inventing dynamite. Oh, that guy. That guy. Okay. Okay. It's all going to come about. Yes, yes. I didn't know anything about this. Okay. So I was blown away. (laughs) The the inventor of dynamite. Literally, I was like, (laughs) we're going to do a did you know? And I have to include this because I could not, I I didn't have any clue about this. I don't know where I was during the history (laughs) lesson on this because I didn't pay attention. But, But so anyway, he was actually known as, they would call him the merchant of death. That's what he was known for. Because at the time, and when I think of dynamite, I think of good things. Sure, like you're blowing away part of a mountain so you can put a railroad through. Right, but back in the day, in the the 1800s, dynamite in 1888 was when he died. But back in the 1800s, dynamite Mm -hmm. was kind of the most powerful thing out there, right? Oh, yeah, it would be. I mean, it made the way for the railroad. Sure. I mean, it did a lot of significant things, but it also killed a lot of people. So Alfred Noble had a brother, and his brother died. Okay. And when he died, they published a obituary thinking that it was Albert. Oh, thinking so, it was the brother. That's right. So could you imagine? Oh. You are not dead, and oh. you open the newspaper, and there's your obituary. Your own obituary. Your own obituary. What are people saying about me upon my death? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. He was astonished to read his own obituary title entitled, The Merchant of Death Mm-mm. is Dead, Mm-mm. in a French newspaper. Mm-mm. But it was actually Alfred's brother, Ludwig, who had died. Mm. So in that, it was kind of the turning point for him. I think it would be for anybody, yeah, right? it would be. People have, that's kind of like a mental exercise that you people have had other people do sometimes when they're really struggling in life is write your own obituary yes yeah like what are people going to remember you as or by right well 
he decided he had made a lot of money in oil. He had made a lot of contributions. He was a patent owner of like hundreds of patents. He's a smart guy. Super smart. His mm-hmm. brothers as well. Mm-hmm. They were both very successful and he mm-hmm. had a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So he decided to um, make the Nobel Prize. Okay. He took all of his fortune and he opened up this whole program which mm-hmm. is known as the Nobel Peace Prize. Right. Do you know how many Nobel Peace Prizes, uh, not Nobel Peace Prizes, do you know how many Nobel Prizes there are? The no, Peace because Prize I know, is the first one that they gave out. So that was the OG. Mm-hmm. And then they did, the only the only thing I even know about there being different ones is because Bob Dylan was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize in <clears throat> music. Oh. And he, as the full-on gangster punk that he is, refused it. He refused to show up uh, because he's, you know, yeah, he's, he's cool. the ultimate hippie. Sure. He's, he's down with the man. That. He sure. doesn't need it. He doesn't no. need it. So I know there's music, there's art. Uh, I think didn't didn't Barack Obama or Al Gore or someone for both? I think have uh, won the Nobel Peace Prize for what? There is, I don't know. There it says the Nobel. It was they were physics, mm. chemistry, mm. Physolo- physiology, or medicine, literature, and peace. Um, in 1968, they decided to, instead of only five, they made six. What's the sixth one? I think that those that, were Oh, six. that was it. Okay. Those were Got six. It. But yeah. you, it started originally as five. Okay. So basically, you can win it. There, I was going to share with everybody, <laughs> people who have won. Yeah. It's extensive. It's vast. It's vast. I'm not sure how they choose it. Yeah. But they do have this little bit of secrecy. They do not let you know that you were up for that prize. Oh, interesting. But until there's a there's a time frame that they have to wait. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yes. It's a, a 50-year secrecy rule. Oh, well, by then you're probably gone. Exactly. The committee <laughs> neither informs the media nor the candidates themselves of the names of the nominees. Oh, okay. So interesting. They don't want you to think that you were up for it and then didn't get it. You never know if you were up for it, you which never know. gives you hope. Like maybe I was up for it and I just didn't know. Or maybe people... I can't believe in this day and age that people don't talk. What if it's super secret over there at the Nobel Peace Center? Well, that's cool, though. Yeah. I, that's, I mean... So he, he tur- took all of his, basically, all of his wealth. Yeah. And he gave it to that foundation, and that's why it's still going it's today. recurring. And they've, they've actually had it going ever since... They only missed two times. The Nobel um, was awarded every year since 1901, except during the First and Second World Wars. Sure. There were other things people were thinking about. Yeah. And a Peace Good Prize, call. not one of them. <laughs> peace Prize wasn't going to happen. No. All right, Denise. So let me ask you this. As a family, I have a friend who says, who always asks the question, are you guys a Nightmare Before Christmas family or are you a It's a Wonderful Life family? As far as your Christmas movies are concerned, which side do you sort of I'm leave? in the middle. I think we're in the middle. You're in the middle? We love Elf. <laughs> okay. That is right down the middle. I'm telling you. It's right yeah. down the middle. It's like, a- I am not a big Jimmy Stewart. Let's, it's a wonderful life. I'm not really into that. And I'm not into the Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, no, nightmare Before Christmas. Before Christmas. Yeah, sure. I'm not into that either. Okay. I also love The Holiday. That movie, oh. The Holiday. <sighs> love that movie. But I have to see Elf. Jack Black. I have to see Elf. Oh, I love it. That. The holiday. The holiday is so great. It's so great. Um, okay. Well, that you didn't answer my question, but I, I got some insight into what about the your Cooper family? family. We are, um, there's only three of us, and two out of three of us are It's a Wonderful Life. Mm. I hate that movie. So I think I have. Not, you're, the, you're the nightmare. I don't really before. like the nightmare before Christmas either. That's not my jam. I'm Elf. Oh, I see. I'm the holiday. Mm-hmm. I'm the family stone. I'm yeah. all those kinds of movies, right? Exactly. But there are people that are divided, really? including in my family. Right. They're like, no, no, no. Night, the nightmare before, Elm, nightmare before Christmas is not a Christmas movie that's appropriate. We've watched it, but we are all about It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, wow. I... I've stated this on this podcast before. I hate that movie. <laughs> Sorry. Why do you hate it? Um, there's a couple problems I have with it. Let me, <laughs> let me just lay these out for you. I don't like time travel movies, first of all. Oh, I love time travel. But I also think that the movie's very, very sad because he like gets to see all these other things and that, you know, whatever his life didn't stack up to be. My husband and my son have the opposite view. They're like, no, no, no. It's hopeful. All of the things that 
would have happened had he not been there Agreed. made the world a better place right right you missed the point no i missed the point they're right i'm wrong <laughs> i totally agree still hate it but you still don't like it still it's don't fine. like the movie um it makes me sad the movie makes me sad and when i'm watching christmas movies i want to be hopeful and upbeat absolutely that doesn't do it for me sure. but uh, you know what i am not a monster i give in every <laughs> christmas and we watch it at least one time I'm usually on my phone or busy doing something else, <laughs> but I will sit there and indulge. So we watch it once a year. Having said that, uh, you know I'm a PBS gal yes. through and through. Love me some PBS. I'm a huge fan of Sesame Street. Well, the, my two favorite characters on Sesame Street are Bert and Ernie. They were named after characters from It's a Wonderful Life. I did not know that. Neither did I. And I thought I knew everything about Sesame Street and Jim Henson's puppets and the whole thing. No, no, no. This is new news to me. Bert is the name of the police officer. Oh, yeah. And Ernie is the taxi driver in Frank Capra's It's a Wonderful Life. That's hilarious. So now they're these two. Maybe they're gay. Who cares? Muppets. I've never even thought about that. Oh, you haven't heard that? There's no. so many funny like memes out oh, because now. Because they live together. Because they're, they're two dudes who live together. Okay. Yeah, it's funny yeah. to think of Bert and Ernie as possibly being gay. <laughs> it's just funny. It's, they're not. Who cares if they are? That's It's not. They're just two dudes who live yeah, together. That's our time right now. We, <laughs> have to, we have to identify a certain way. Everybody has to have a title. <laughs> So anyway, there you go. Now you can take that to your next party and really let everybody that know. That is pretty fun. Yeah, it's kind of fun. I love that. Yeah. Did you know that three U.S. presidents have won Grammys? No, wait a minute. Grammy is for singing. It's not acting. Well, it's... It, oh, it's, it's spoken word. It, exactly. Spoken word. Okay. It's it's album. An album. Okay. And I don't know if we... Do we still call it an album? No, we call it a download. <laughs> Exactly. I don't know what we call it. I don't know either. But yeah. So former president Jimmy Carter has won three Grammy Awards. Has he really? Yeah, he really has. He's kind of a he's I like him. I like him as a former president. I like him he, as a person. Yeah. He has done Habitat for Humanity. Stop. I, agree. I, I love it. I yeah. Um, he's won um, three Grammys in the Best Spoken Word Album category. The first mm -hmm. one was for an Endangered Values, America's Moral Crisis in 2007. Okay. So back in the day. Sure. Next came a full life reflection at 90 Jeez. in 2016. Oh. And finally, Faith, a journey for all in 2019. Can you guess who the other presidents might be that have won? Um, let's see, that have won the spoke. So there's three together. Mm -hmm. uh, Jimmy Carter's one. Mm -hmm. Barack Obama. I'll just give you a hint. You just got one. Yes, it they're is all Barack Democrats. <laughs> if that matters, I don't know. Ooh, getting political. I'm not. I'm just saying. I just thought it was interesting, right? <laughs> so one is President Obama. Yep, Barack Obama has won a couple of golden megaphones of his own. He won a best. Couple. He's won two. Um, he won Best Spoken Word Album in 2006 for a narration of his book, Dreams from My Father. Um, it's an audio book. And in 2008, he took home another one when he took home the Grammy for Best Spoken Word Album for his audio book version, The Audacity of Hope. And that leaves one more Democratic president. Clinton. It's got to be Big, Big Billy. It is Big Billy. Uh, 2004, yeah. Bill Clinton won Best Spoken Word Album for My Life. Just a year prior in 2003, he won the Best Spoken Word Album for Children with Prokovive. Yeah, well, huh? <laughs> Peter and the Wolf. Oh, <laughs> wait, he narrated Peter and the Wolf? Yeah, I guess so. Wolf Tracks, it says. Peter and the Wolf, the Wolf Tracks. What was that previously? Is that some sort of German thing that you just spouted? What did you say? I think I did. Oh, you're bilingual. Duolingo is really working well for you. And I'm doing Spanish, but okay. <laughs> this podcast underwritten by Duolingo. <laughs> I'm not that great of a student. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Promo so, code to average girls. Yep. That's amazing. I know. I, I, it's just a little tidbit. Again, if you're at a party, this mm -hmm. these holiday seasons coming up, this might be good for you. It's yeah. just things that, you know... Again, we see people, I feel like we see people in just how we have, we have blinders on. Yeah. We see them for what they did or we don't know half the things people are doing, right? Right, right, right. And all of a sudden now they've, between them, they've all won multiples. That's interesting. It is interesting. I, why are, here's a deeper thought. Why are they Democrats? I don't know. Out of three. I don't All know. three are Democrats. That's interesting. It no, is interesting. Nothing political, but what, 
about that makes them I don't know they have more time on their hands to go ahead and compose a book whereas the Republican presidents are working no I okay I don't know (laughs) so Obama wrote those books when he was a senator yeah that's what you're saying that's what I'm saying oh interesting and but he won a grant okay I mean, I can't get any deeper into it. I, I, there's I not can't. a lot that you need to really, you don't need to worry your mind over it. It's I am, just, though. It's just, I mean, let's just go back to Ernie and Bert. Let's just keep it simple. Listen, I've got 300,000 items in my house. <laughs> and when was Obama president? <laughs> That's not one thing you're keeping in your, ha- your I head. I don't need it. Um, don't okay. you just wish he was back, though? I mean, I got to say. The days of George <laughs> W. Bush, actually. Anybody. Anybody else. I'm just, I uh, Carter, Clinton, it doesn't matter. Let's just bring him back do you remember when we used to make fun of george w and his speaking uh-huh. like he couldn't speak and now if we could have a president that could now speak, i'm like it would be great what is george w up to i know he's painting in texas but <laughs> let's just bring him out of retirement he can speak i'm sure it's fine anybody else we forgive you what that and that's one thing that um members of my family do enjoy saying i'm not going to name names but you know who you are <laughs> this presidency has proven that truly the American dream is alive and well because anyone can become president. <laughs> I think I know who's saying that. Do you? I do. Well, let's not name names. We don't want to throw them under the bus. Um, okay, so you know that one of my, you know, there's the food pyramid and there's the five different food groups. Yes, which is a whole sham just by the way. Oh, 100%. Which it's been I, that way for years. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I was... You were all in? Indoctrinated in the 70s. Well, that's the thing. Have all th- of us were. Have a three, two, four, four day. Sure. And, three and, of this. And on that, just give you a little TV tray with some uh, Salisbury steak. <laughs> I'm sure that'll fit into that pyramid somewhere. It does. <laughs> Especially that little brownie at the end. <laughs> that was what I <laughs> That was the for. best part. Yeah. So there's the, you got your food groups, you got your vegetables, you got your fruits, you mm-hmm. got your grains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. You also got your cereals. Well. In my world, cereal okay. is its own food group. Okay, got you. You know this. I do know this about you. I had a perplexed look on my face, but yes, now I understand where you're going with this. Sitting in the golf cart, eating Lucky Charms out of the out of the carton. I have a confession to make. Yes, I'm. I have stopped eating cereal. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't actually note the date of when it was. I think it, it was earlier this year. This is so stupid, Denise. I don't lose respect for me. <laughs> so dumb. I read a report that came out mm-hmm. about how cancer-causing indigens are in cereal. Cereal has absolutely no value. good value whatsoever. In fact, it's working against your body. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. So I read this study, this report, that for some reason I respected. I don't know where it came from. Usually you don't pay attention to any of that. Well, it comes out, con- there's every, I know, everything's bad, bad for you. you. Chocolate's good for you. Wine is good for you. Wine is bad for you, blah, blah, blah. But this thing that I read really like struck me deep inside and I have gone on a cereal fast. I haven't oh. had cereal. My son was at home when I did this. So this must have been. During or, the holiday break? It was later than that, but it was probably maybe April. Oh, so it's yeah, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. It's been a while, and I've taken some road trips. We drove to Reading, which is eight what long hours. What are you hours. replacing it with? It, um, um, nothing really. No, I mean, like I'm drinking. I'm still drinking soda, like a fiend. So that's not helping at all. Sure, but I have not had any cereal, and mm-hmm. I remember having conversation with Cameron about it. He was like, "Yeah, mom, it's really bad for you. Please stop." And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay," and that's it. That's it. I just stopped. It's like an intervention. I, it was an intervention. Yeah, cereal intervention. Oh, I needed one. You know, I did. <laughs> I- Hey, I don't judge. You want to eat some Frosted Flakes in the car on the way to L.A.? I am all about letting you do that. I have had nothing but boxes of cereal in the back of my car as long as Denise has known me. It's so funny. She is so little. There are no she, cereal And she doesn't boxes. eat a ton of food. You don't eat a lot. I snack. You snack. I snack throughout the day, and that was my go-to. No longer. Cereal's That's amazing. gone. Well, but let's talk about Fruit Loops for a minute, can we? Okay. It was one of my favorite go-tos. I didn't care for those ever. Loved the Fruit Loops. Nope, don't like it. Well... This is going to disappoint you even further. They come in however many different colors. I think there's five. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They they were not different flavors. I know. <laughs> I already knew that. I'm like, this all tastes the same. Yep. And I don't like fake flavors you don't on like, fruit. Uh, well, okay. I hate like fake banana. Ooh. I don't mind fake banana. I don't you like don't? fake orange. Like I don't, oh. I don't like fake citrus. I don't know why. I mean, lemonade. Oh, that's I, interesting. It's weird. I... There's certain things, though. Yeah. I, mm. 
So you were never a big fan of grape cough syrup. I don't like any cough syrup. <laughs> it all tastes the same. <laughs> well, if you're going by what they're telling us about Fruit Loops, even though despite their different colors, they are all the Fruit Loops company, which I don't know, is it Post? I don't know who makes Fruit Loops. They finally came out and said, no, they're all the same flavor. They're just different colors. They're just different colors. And your brain is going, this one's more citrusy because it's yellow. Yeah. It's that, not. That's exactly what happens. It's not. It's exactly what happens. Yeah. You, If you eat something purple, you mm-hmm. think it's going to taste it's gonna like a grape. It's going to be grape. Sure. It's and not. It's not. Yeah. No. So it's weird. Kellogg or whoever it was. Way to go. Came out and said, you guys are all lunatics. <laughs> they're all the same flavor. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, since we're talking about food, what's your favorite candy bar? Ooh, that's a toughie. Uh, I love $100,000 bars, mm-hmm. and I love Almond Joy. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I, I really haven't met a candy bar I don't like. I agree. Except I do. Oh. A couple. What? And one of them is a Kit Kat. What's the problem with a Kit Kat? I don't like them. Well, they're just kind of cardboard draped in that's cheap chocolate. That's what I chocolate. feel like. Yeah. That's what I feel like. I feel like they're kind of... I don't love pretzel. I like chocolate-covered pretzels, but I don't like layered pretzel chocolate got it if that makes any no it sense. makes total sense okay so but did you know that the filling of a kit kat is made from other damaged kit kats what mm-hmm. folks at the kit kat factory know how to recycle <laughs> yeah, <they do. laughs> whenever a kit kat bar is somehow made imperfect during production like an air bubble or some other issue the chocolate bar isn't thrown away okay. it's not thrown out instead they grind it up into fine paste and turn it into the filling that then is incorporated back into the production process to create a new Kit Kat bar. What is on the inside of a Kit? What is that? What is Kit Kat bar? Well, it's a chocolate covered wafer okay. or possibly just chocolate. But did you ever wonder what's inside that wafer? What? That's the stuff that they grind up. Yeah, but what is it originally? It's just, <laughs> it's it's just Kit Kat. It's Kit Kat. <laughs> you it's know, a, it's a Kit Kat. It's its own food group. It's basically its own food group. So it's like a, I always imagined that it was like those really chintzy kind of wafers that you can get for 99 cents that your grandma always used to have. It says, it says the filling between the wafer is of a Kit Kat is made from cocoa liqueur. What? Sounds good. Sugar and a small amount of reworked Kit Kat. When they say reworked, (laughs) it takes the, takes the thrill for me out. (laughs) I'm not really about eating anything reworked. I don't know. There's something about it. It doesn't sound appetizing at all. I'm so excited to get a t-shirt that just says, I'm reworked. <laughs> I've been reworked several times. I mean, we feel that way often. Every day. <laughs> well, good to know. Thank you, Denise, for, for letting me just in. Just in case you wanted to know. What is your favorite candy bar? For sure, it's a Snickers. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's got everything. I mean... I just, I've been on this new eating yeah, deal and we're right. not eating a lo- any sugars usually. True. I still sneak s- a sugar here and there yeah. on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were flying home from Miami and we decided to stop off and get a sandwich at uh, Mike's, uh, what Ooh, is that? Jersey oh, Mike's. Jersey Mike's. Those are good sandwiches. I mean, so I got the full Did ya? white bread yeah. with the cheese stuff. Yeah. And I took that to the airport in, in the, in the uh, store there. I bought myself a candy bar. Yeah. Because I'm like, it's a six-hour flight. Let's they top don't it off. They food in, yeah. the, you know, yeah. in the back right. <laughs> where we're flying. So I I was so sick that night. Oh, you were? I ate the sandwich and I ate my Snickers. Oh. And it was a double Snickers. Like it was the, two, oh, the big one, the, the king Daddy. size. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, I'm going home. I'm going all the way. Absolutely. I was so sick that night. I had the worst headache. Oh, I had stomach issues yeah like i just did not feel good my body didn't like it anymore no because you you took it away and your body's like thank you denise yes we're finally and then i brought it back and it's like no it's not supposed to be here we're not doing this yeah, so that's crazy took the fun out of it you know here's a little tip about jersey mike's i don't know if you know this they will make you a keto bowl i didn't know that mm-hmm. it's lettuce based mm, so it's a salad no, it put, they put all the meats on it, mm. and then they put their secret Jersey Mike's vinegar and oil on it. Which is what I love. It's just without the bread. But they, they do advertise, I don't know if they advertise it, but the, I see stuff on Instagram, they're like, listen, if you're eating out and you're keto, go to Jersey Mike's. Yeah. I've done that, and they're the really good. The problem is you go in there and you smell the bread. Oh, it's so good. 
It's just so good. I don't know why Jersey Mike's is so good. I don't know, but I think they put crack in there. They might. Stuff. <laughs> there might be a little bit of crack. There's something going on. So, um, okay, we're going to stay on this food train. Hmm. There is a new uh, hotel oh. on Kauai. It's out at the end of the road past Princeville, um, past Honolulu. It, it might actually be in Princeville. It was the St. Regis Hotel for mm-hmm. years. And then it got sold and it was something else and blah, blah, blah. So this company called The One Hotel Chain mm-hmm. bought it. They redid it. It took them years. COVID was in the middle of that. So that was unfortunate. But they redid the whole thing and it's gorgeous. With They also redid their restaurants. So we went out there and tried. They have a couple different restaurants. One of them is like a Japanese style Sit, kind of sit on the floor almost oh, nice. type of thing um it's expensive i bet and it's it is there on Kauai are usually expensive uh, this is next level really? and this is yeah this is for tourists i that kind of thing makes me mad yeah it's like hey thanks for ruining our vacation by you know serving us a 300 hundred dollar dinner or whatever it was it's it was ridiculous but we went out there to go to the the Japanese place to, to eat some sushi, and they brought out this beautiful sushi, and it was some of the best sushi I've ever had, Ooh, well. uh, which is hard to do on Kauai. There's mm-hmm. a lot of pretty good sushi because it's all fresh from the sea. And so our sweet little waitress came by, and we're like, hey, excuse me, um, could we get some of the green soy sauce and a side of wasabi and ginger? And she said, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Denise just got a look on her face. It was the same look that we had. What? Um, The wasabi is in the sushi. That's how chef prepares it. And he doesn't augment his sushi with more wasabi. And it doesn't need soy sauce. And we're like, oh, hold up, girl. (laughs) You're charging me $300 and you're going (laughs) to tell me how I have to eat my food? Totally. They would not bring a soy sauce because they didn't have it. And we, no, we don't have soy sauce. Okay. Uh, Never heard we'll of bring this. you we'll bring you some soy and she's like let me see what i can do like she's doing us a huge favor she goes in the back she gets the smallest thing i've ever seen I, it's not even a bowl i don't know what you would consider this thing <laughs> that had i've never heard of soy such a sauce thing. in it i dip my what was essentially a california roll because i don't eat raw fish really i don't i'm not a big sushi person so i had my little california type roll i dip it in this little bowl that she brought us of soy sauce and gone, gone. It was one piece, gone. And I'm like, we, we're going to need more soy sauce. And she's like, sorry. She wouldn't bring it. So we're like, okay, can we get some wasabi? And she's like, I, let me see if I can score you some wasabi. Unbelievable. I've never heard Brings of Brings out a thing. the littlest bit of wasabi you've ever seen. Tiny, there were four of us. This is four people. And we're all just looking at her like, you've got to be crazy. So we try and like spread it out, do the best we can. <laughs> We're like really struggling here. We go through that wasabi after everyone has one more piece of their sushi. She comes back and I said, we're going to need more wasabi. Can you just bring us out the wasabi? And she goes, well, actually, um, I talked to the chef about it and we can. I can bring you that same thing that I just brought you, but it'll be $15. And I go, you're high. We're We're not paying $15 for wasabi. It comes with the sushi. And then she gave us the little lecture about chef and preparing and blah, blah, blah. Like I care right so um she brought her mad oh furious i was outraged she brought us one more thing of wasabi for the the two cup you know one for each couple and she like acted like she had to sneak it and i'm like what's the deal what's it what's happening and she's like well the wasabi is flown in fresh from japan it's the only real wasabi that you uh, the other wasabi is not other wasabis that you get at other japanese flavored they're not real wasabi and i'm like this can't be true well in looking and doing research for today's show she was not wrong wow most wasabi that you get is horseradish Mm -hmm. mixed with a tiny bit of wasabi because the wasabi root is very expensive and it can only really be grown in japan and then they color it green i didn't know this now you know are you ever going to go back to that restaurant? Well, we talked, we were there with our neighbors and we're like, the food was delicious. It was some of the best we've ever had. And I said, how embarrassing would it be for you guys? I'm not embarrassed. I don't care one bit. How embarrassed would you guys be if I brought my own soy sauce and my own squeeze, squeeze wasabi from the grocery store that I know is good with me? And they were both like, please do. We're not coming back here unless we can have soy sauce and wasabi. This is the dumbest thing ever because it enhances the food. I I have never heard of such a thing. 
this is what you're dealing with when you're at very high tourist areas. Like some chef that thinks he's better than everybody else. That's weird. So, but now you know about the wasabi. I didn't know that. It was a route from Japan that's expensive. It's very expensive. And so they substitute horseradish most of the time and color it green. That's why your nose starts to run after you eat a big piece of it. And you feel like your head's going to explode. And then you do it again because you love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you know, um, well, let me ask you this. Think back in history. Okay. Who would you say is the manliest group of men in history? Mm. Well, are we going way back? You can go back as far as you'd like. I mean, I wouldn't say caveman back. No, no. Not that far. They're, they were manly. They were. They were really hairy <laughs> and not very big. Okay. Well, for me, I love a good cowboy. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But really the manliest, uh, I, I love a Viking. You got it on the <gasps> Ding, ding, ding. Really? Winner, winner. Yep. The Vikings. Wait. So, and the reason I'm bringing this up okay. is because did you know that they wore makeup? Viking men? Viking men. Not women. Not just women. Women wore it too. And not because they were going to war and it was like war paint. No. No. They were known to be the toughest men in history books is what they said. But however, they cared about their appearance even... Enough that makeup was part of their everyday routine. Every day? Every day. Like eyeliner? No. Yes. It enhanced their look. No. That's, I'm telling you. So in this day and age, when you go to the Mac counter and you get, I get irritated when I go to the Mac (laughs) counter and the guy behind the counter is wearing way more makeup than I am and is looking down at me. Yeah. Because they always do. No one ever helps me at the makeup counter. No. Because I am not into makeup and they can tell. I'm just... Can you get me like the three things I need and you don't need to experiment on me because I don't care. Right. But yes. So makeup was an important part of the Viking culture. love it. For men. For men though. Yes. For men. I don't know. Yes. I love the Vikings. To me, Vikings are what mermaids are to men. (laughs) Men love mermaids. It's like a fantasy. I guess. I think. I I guess. I don't know. They're just dirty. Who, Vikings? Yeah, they were dirty. Oh, they were filthy. And they were raping and pillaging. They weren't great. They were bad people. Can I have a benevolent Viking? Can I have a Viking that just wants to be nice? I don't know if that's (laughs) such a thing. I mean, the whole whole way about their life was pagan. Mm. You know, like sacrifice, blood sacrifice, weird. And they used to beat people. I mean, their survival was just, I mean... I'm Norwegian, mm-hmm. part Norwegian. That's my family of yeah, origin. So right. like back in the history time. So you know. I mean, I I do know this. We're part German and Norwegian. My grandfather Oof. was Norwegian. The temper on him, he was kind until he wasn't. And when he was mad, you better watch out. Oh my gosh. Grandpa. He would go crazy. Really? Oh yeah. Like, you don't want to be on the on the freeway with him when he gets mad. Oh. Grandpa. Oh my gosh. Skooky. 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 Someone named Skooky can't be mean. I know. I never knew him that way, but I did see him get angry a few times and it was scary. Really? Mm -hmm. Like throwing stuff or yelling? Yelling. Really? Like, I mean, like roaring yell. Like the kind, like to the next level angry. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh. So I don't know. Okay. No. He never wore makeup. I'm just He never wore makeup. And that says a lot about Skooky. All right, here's my last one. Okay. I'm going to end it with with more food because I'm obsessed. Um, if you've traveled anywhere in, outside of the United States, mm-hmm. do you go to fast food restaurants that are American outside the United States? Uh, we have. Yeah. If we're in some place a long enough time. Like when we were in Italy one time, we were there. It was just Todd and I. When you're with your kids, it's different. Yeah. But when it's just the two of us, we were eating delicious Italian yes. food. And believe it or not, by, you know, day eight or nine, you're like, can I just have a burger? Like <laughs> enough with the pasta. So like we literally ended up at the Partha, Parthenon. Parthenon? Yeah. yeah. There's a McDonald's right there. Oh, there is? Yes. Oh. And I got food and we ate and looked at this, you yes. know, wreckage of the yes. Parthenon while we were eating our, yes. our McDonald's. It Why was not? quite wonderful. Absolutely. Listen, American capitalism is alive and well everywhere. We ate at McDonald's when we went to um, London this last year. Sure. 
And it's a little disappointing because they don't have the same kind of food. No, then that's sort of what I like about it. I know you go into just not you specifically, but people in general go into a place like that. They're in a foreign country. They go into McDonald's and it's supposed to be comforting. Like Mm -hmm. here's maybe a little bit of home. I haven't been having the food that I like. I want a McGriddle. I just want a McGriddle. I just want some of their fries. They don't have it. Nope. Forget it. But they have their own sort of version of whatnot. Um, My son served, uh, he lived in Russia in St. Petersburg for a couple of years, as you know, he's been a guest on the show and they had um, McDonald's and Burger King there in St. Petersburg and at McDonald's you'd go in and get the McTasty. (laughs) McTasty. What is it? I don't remember if it was like the quarter pounder type of thing, but of course they don't have the quarter pounder because the metric system. So there's not. (laughs) What would they call it? I don't know. The McTasty. McTasty. Yeah, that's what they have to call it. And it always came with a little mini Snickers. I don't know why. Oh. Yeah. He came up with some interesting little, like they they had glasses, glass glasses that you would buy at the McDonald's. Interesting. That was where your drink came from. They often serve beer at McDonald's in in Europe. You can get a beer, whatever. So I always try and go whenever my husband. Just to see what is. Oh, my husband just absolutely thinks I'm trash. I mean, trashy. Trashier than usual. He's just like. But you're not eating cereal out of a box anymore. (laughs) So how much trash can you be? You know what I mean? You've really upped your, your game. Upped my game? Yeah, you've upped your class game now. I, I deserve a little Mickey D's in a foreign country. I think that it's... He refuses to go in and participate with me. <laughs> I And I respect it. I respect it greatly. But I'm like, I just got to see. What's it look like in Munich to be in, right. you know, McDonald's, whatever. Well, McDonald's in the Philippines, which maybe your son might know this uh-huh. information, they serve spaghetti. I didn't know that. <laughs> did your son ever go into McDonald's? I'm sure he did. He I'm sure he yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Anytime there was a fast food restaurant that looked like home, they attended. They went in there. Yeah. I don't blame them. The meat sauce pasta comes with a side of McDo, M-C capital D-O, it's the Philippines, which is fried chicken. Oh, well, yeah. It comes with a side. So you got your pasta and your fried chicken. It almost sounds like Roscoe's chicken yeah. and waffles, yeah. you know? Uh, it sounds a th- very tasty, of course, but it is, listen, go to the Philippines. You're going to get a little pasta with some meat sauce. The th- interesting thing is it's a fast food restaurant, It right? is, yeah. And you're going to take it with you. Yeah, yeah, you I don't are. know if they have drive throughs there. Probably not. Probably not. We're kind of, we have the drive through That's us. Could, you would have a real hard time doing a drive through Well, and a lot of times when you go into these fast food restaurants in Europe, fast food is sort of in quotes. You sit down and you eat. Yeah. You don't take it to go. Yeah. We're the only, I think America. UK they do. They take it to go. Yeah. 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 It's it, it's pretty singular. They've got as, delivery services and everything. You can order an app now. And, oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a final one? I do. Okay. Let's hear it. Do you have a tattoo? No. Would you ever get a tattoo? Um, We were actually talking about this uh, not long ago. My husband and I were like, if you could get a tattoo, what would it be? And where would it be? This kind of thing. And my husband's like, he was the one that actually asked the question. He's like, it would be somewhere where no one could Could see see it, it, which is fine. I get it. Yeah. Um, I would probably get... Would it be your family motto? (laughs) Don't die dumb? Yeah. I don't know. Like on his butt? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. You'll have to ask him. We'll have to have him on and see what he has to say. Five interesting facts about Warren. I don't know what it would be. He just said, you know, if I if I was going to get a tattoo, I would just have it somewhere where no one could see it. That's not a problem. My husband would never, ever, ever get a tattoo. He thinks it's the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think my husband would ever get a tattoo either. But when posed with that question, yes. he was like, yeah, that's what I'd do. I said I would get... Um, his name tattooed on my ring finger. Oh, that's so cute. And I probably would if I, if, you know. That would hurt too. That's a bone. Oh, that would hurt. It that would, would, it would prove love. my love. It's, it I think you should prove do it. my love. I totally think you should do it. Well, you don't have to stop getting tattooed on your oh. body. Why? Because you can now get tattooed in your eyeball. No, no. Yes. I, nope. Did you mm. know that many hardcore tattoo fans are getting the whites of their eyes injected with inks of all kinds of colors? Why? I don't know. Like a different kinds of colors, not yep. just black? Ranging from green to purple. What? Mm-hmm. So it's the whites of your eyes. It's mm-hmm. not... Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And I bet you anything, people have got like symbols, like a money symbol or something done on uh, those or something. Give me strength. I can't even imagine how bad that would feel or how you could go. We've talked about being in tattoo shops for ear piercing. Oh, that's true. And... Piercing and doing tattoos on things. I cannot imagine giving any tattoo artist 
free range on my eyeballs. I can't imagine an artist that would want to do that. In in, in in this little did you know portion, it says, however, there are some risks involved in such, oh. pl- and pay, such as pain and prolonged blurred and double vision. You think? Prolonged. I mean, there's some risks, really? Yeah. <laughs> did you have to even put that in there? Let's talk it goes without risks. saying. Yeah, let's talk about it. Wow. Yeah. People no. really are, I don't know, they're looking for trouble and they're looking to spend their money on stuff. Dying for self-expression. I guess. That's I mean, crazy. How much self-expression do you need? And Not, the whites of your eyes? I don't need I want to see the whites of your eyes. <laughs> Truly. Literally. I agree. That seems very extreme and it seems like you really need a lot of attention. You do need attention and where where's your job that you that you can do that <laughs> tattoo shop you can show i guess so showing up the next day with the, the pot shop the i mean like shop. i mean I, I don't know i don't know uh well thank you thank you once again for educating <sighs> me i learned so many things i did learn a lot here today i always think these are fun it's they just are rando things that you can use at the next cocktail party That's or right. to impress your friends sure maybe you, you can ha- get on jeopardy <laughs> i don't know if these count as jeopardy level questions but i don't know no, they don't. You never know. Thank you for joining us. I am Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. We are Two Average Girls. Be sure and rate, review, and subscribe. And give us a follow on Instagram. We are Two Average Girls Podcast. We'll see you next time. Two Average Girls. Episodes of Two Average Girls are free wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to hit the follow or subscribe button on the Two Average Girls main page so you never have to go searching for new episodes. Our editor is Aiden Bloomstein. Our social media producer is Samantha Stone. And original music for Two Average Girls is by Jason Fries.